Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Waiteka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, hello, everybody. I'm so happy that you're here joining me today on September the 14th. Where is this time going? I'm very, very anxious for you to get to know my guest today, Chris Fuller. She is the CEO. Hello. Hello, Chris. Chris is the CEO, the founder of Your Life Sparkles, and the chief creative officer of the Best Ever You Network. And you just heard her now. So welcome to the show, Chris, all the way from Canada. I am so happy you're with me today. Really. I, I can you feel my virtual hug? I can. I can feel the excitement over the airwaves, and the feeling is mutual. I'm very excited to be here with you, Marcia. So all the way from Canada, I say hello and send those virtual hugs right back. Really? Well, we have a very special connection. It almost feels like a sisterhood, and I don't have any sisters. I have a brother, but you and I have a connection with Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, and I am so grateful to her and to the women that are in our my new circle of friends because of her. She's She is a dynamo. And it, it's so a shout out to Chris. And we'll be talking about to, to Chris and to you, but to Elizabeth. But this show yes. is about you today. And so I thought we could start off by letting our listeners know a little bit about yourself. So take it away. Tell us about yourself. Okay, I certainly will. Uh, So my name is Chris Fuller. That's short for Christina. It's Christina with a K. I'm 43. I'm 5'9", and I have blue eyes. And I want to say brunette hair, but, Marsha, truly this silver shimmering coming through is (laughs) my youngest niece asking me why my hair is so colorful, and I told her I was part unicorn. Um, I I think she might have believed me, but in any case, there's lots of beautiful silver shimmer coming through. Mm -hmm. Um, I live in beautiful... That's on the west side of uh, I'm north of Seattle, kind of. Um, I'm in a valley called the Okanagan Valley, and we're sort of, we have lakes and mountains and vineyards all around. It's a beautiful little pocket. So on any given day, I can drive 20 minutes and be on a lake on some water. I can drive 20 minutes and be at the top of our Silver Star Mountain going snowshoeing or whatever in the in the winter wonderland so it's beautiful up here um so speaking of snowshoeing i do love snowshoeing i'm not huge on hiking but put me in some funny shoes on the white stuff and i have the time of my life um (laughs) i love that i have a beautiful family and i always have to give a shout out to cats meow meow because i just adore them (laughs) so that's just a little nutshell the fun stuff about me i guess Snowshoeing, yeah, probably something I won't be doing right here where I live. But I am curious right. about this. It, we're, we're, here we are, we're in the middle of September. Nothing excites an L.A. girl born and raised to experience fall foliage. Where I've gone, 
for many years to the eastern seaboard, to New Hampshire and Boston and Vermont and those areas. But a few years ago, actually five now, I went to Seattle and found that the the climate and the fall foliage was identical. So where you live, Chris, do you get those maple leaves and maple trees? Yes. All those. Oh, God. The forest is beautiful. And one thing I love about this particular valley is that we have hotter summers than the rest of Canada and less dramatic winters. So it's a little jewel. It's a little gem. But those four seasons, and yes, fall is just knocking on our door here right now as well. And I do have to say fall is just one of my favorite seasons. I just feel so much joy and happiness with all those changing leaves and the crisp air. And it's just, yeah, I love it. So it is. It's, I'm very blessed tr- to... You you are. You li- sounds like you live in a beautiful place. And for people like myself that w- was born and raised in Los Angeles, it's not to say that we don't have beautiful trees or, you know, you could go to the Redwoods in Northern California. I mean, today, of course, with the fires and everything that's happening and the pandemic where nobody's going anywhere. But there is something so joyful about those changing leaf colors, I, I do really love it. But in talking about you, my friend, a woman of many talents, um, gosh, you are you are something else. You're a speaker. You're an author. You're an artist. You're an event planner. Do you do you wear all those hats at once and just rip them off, or do you do everything <laughs> all at the same time? <laughs> well, honestly, it does feel like it's it's roller coaster of peaks and valleys, and certainly 2020 has made Uh, I think a lot of these things topsy-turvy, shall we say. So Mm -hmm. Event Planner with Your Life Sparkles, the business that I founded, it's largely centered around events, but with 2020 and the pandemic, events have changed. And so many of those have been canceled or shifted online. And and so event planning has had uh, more of a back burner for me. Um, Same with the speaking and being a speaker. um, I love meeting face-to-face. I love seeing people and having that interaction and reaction. And when you were talking about your three C's, conversations, connection, and community, I was just like, oh, that's Marsha, that is why you're my girl. I love those <laughs> same qualities. Um, and so normally the event planner and the speaker would take the four, like, four most important energy and time in my sort of circle of busyness. But this year, the fact that I'm an artist and an author, those have taken sort of a a lead role in my life as I've been self-isolating, as I've been home more, as I've been sort of, I don't know, navigating 2020. And and being an author is actually the newest of the hats here. I've always (laughs) written and enjoyed it and loved it, but 2020 is the year that marks my first year of being published. So that is super exciting. Very and I would agree. And, you know, we've all, as as we go through this conversation together, we've all had to make adjustments in, in lots of different things. What I do think is pretty cool is that Zoom, I'll just use Zoom as, as a perfect example. I know FaceTime's been around a long time and Skype and things like that. that that's been around a while. But the fact that we can all Zoom, whether it's very intimate with one or two people, your family, um, I Zoom every Sunday with my son and his wife and my niece and nephew and other niece in Michigan. Um, I Zoom with my Rotary Club. 
you and I had a fabulous Zoom with, yes. with uh, Chris. That is about as intimate as we can get in today's circumstances. And then defend the boundaries of where we live is not even an issue because it doesn't matter. And I I, yeah. I think that that has that technology, while it's been has it has had its frustrations for all of us because the world is on Zoom, our children are learning on Zoom, business is being conducted on Zoom. Um, but you know, so I presume that if you wanted to have an event or something like that, perhaps you Zoom it. I don't I don't know. I but like you said, you've you've really stepped into this these other hats of being an artist and an author. And so I thought, you know, we could we could talk about that and your and your inspiration. Because when we start doing things, if you were to ask anybody that starts something that's brand new for them, they can usually connect those dots to some idea or some inspiration. So for you what was that process that started you with your life sparkles? So I love talking about this because it's so exciting for me and it's near and dear to my heart. I have to uh, give so much credit to this idea and this, what I'm doing with my life right now to my mom. My mom was just, her name was Marie. She was one of those just ball of energy, inspirational, loved people and loved like was all about compassion. People were always the most important for her. And she was a teacher for 45 years and a very, very excellent public speaker. She gave many speeches at different clubs and meetings and weddings. I mean, you name it and just a a fantastic speaker. Uh, So over the years, her and I had often talked about uh, becoming a mother daughter duo and becoming speakers together professionally and traveling around sharing our stories and our message of love and self-love and mindset and different things. Uh, We never got a chance for that to come to life. My mom passed away in 2018, but in some weird cathartic way after she passed, I was even more determined to sort of take that leap of faith and make things happen. So the seeds for doing a business like your life sparkles and my whole mission is to do heartfelt events, wrapped in love, wrapped in joy. I want to lift others up, to inspire them, to love themselves more, to find a peaceful mindset and be content and happy with their lives. Really, that's it um, with Your Life Sparkles. So that's the phrase, Your Life Sparkles, uh, over hashing things out with actually my two sisters um, who were also influenced, of course, by our mom and this wonderful upbringing of positivity and love and people so your life sparkles just hit me I don't know like a knife one day like a firework I should say because we're talking Mm -hmm. about sparkles and I thought this is it because I do think your life sparkles you your life has so much sparkle you just maybe need to polish it up or find it or embrace it or whatever so that is so much of the inspiration for this came from my mom and my family. I mentioned my sisters too, and they were huge influences for me um, in getting it going. Where are you in the scheme of the four girls? So it's three girls and a brother. So I'm the oldest, and then I have Lisa, 13 months younger than me. Angela is three years younger than me, and Ryan is uh, nine years younger than me. So I'm wow. the oldest of four. Yeah, Big family. and we're very oh, okay. close right. as siblings, very close. I guess. You know, it's funny how 
um, people can have such a dramatic influence on our lives. And sometimes you'll just be talking to somebody, maybe it's somebody you went to school with or somebody at the gym or wherever, just just casual. And if you were to ask them a question like this, you might get, oh, my God, how much time do you have to, I don't know, whatever. You know, it, yeah. because some people don't want to dig. Some people don't have an interest in digging and that's not with any judgment that just that just means that that's where they are maybe maybe they sit on a more analytical side of life and accept things as it is and don't really Mm -hmm. they stay in the shallow end of the water and they don't want to go into the deep end and um for those of us that have had life-changing experiences like you mentioned with your mom passing sometimes that's just the impetus that that like jumps jump starts us and goes, you know what, you know what? And then you start talking to somebody who says, you're right, you could do that. I I have yeah. faith in you. you. Just listening to you say that makes me sparkle. So, Chris, I think this is great. How can I help you? And sometimes that's all it takes. Now, that's not to say that it's with this it's not like we just live in the snap of a finger and like all of a sudden everything falls into place because trust me I know how much work I put into what I've been doing I I don't write a book so I can only imagine the amount of effort that you put into all the different things that you're doing besides just writing and being an artist so with that with your mom passing in 18 which wasn't very long ago frankly uh, mm-hmm. Is that when you started? I mean, did, when did when did the um, actual Your Life Sparkles website and your process? What when did that start? So I would obviously the seeds for this have been sort of planted my whole life. The idea that I would inspire and help others and host events and and speak that idea has been all my life with me. I would say from everything I've done in school and and beyond, but. I, I officially say that your life sparkles started in 2018 and it, and it really did. It was the year that mom, um, she passed away in October, but earlier that year in January is when I really started like putting, I made a social media out burst out and I did a Facebook and an Instagram. I made a website and I started putting things out there and I didn't even know what it was yet. And I was just putting out little messages and little videos saying, hi, I'm Chris and I want you to uh, have a beautiful day. I want you to uh, smile and enjoy your coffee, like little positive messages. And I wasn't even sure what my entire direction was going to be. And over the course of 2018 with, you know, that community came into play, I put, I started putting things out there and uh, what I found was the response was incredible. I um, hosted vision board sessions with one of my sisters and we had women come and create vision boards and we talked and we shared what our thoughts and dreams and hopes were. And I remember in particular, one duo, a mother-daughter duo came, and the daughter was probably my age, in her 40s, and so the mom maybe in her 60s. And the mom said when she got there, oh, well, you know, I th- I just came because my daughter forced me, but I don't really have anything left to plan. I'm just coasting as a grandparent and everything. By the time we were done and we had glued things down that we aspired to do or still wanted to do or had little dreams of doing and then shared and talked about them, you know, she came over to me at the end and was so heartfelt. And she said, I had no idea that I had this much left in my heart to follow and to do. Mm-hmm. And she said, and now I'm so excited. I thought that I was kind of like 
retired and posting, but I don't know if that's the case anymore. And it was so wonderful. So these vision boards were great. Then I reached out to, you know, female photographers and said, what about some empowerment photo shoots in the park? And we ended up doing three or four of those with different photographers, different women. And so the existence of it started like that and slowly has grown. And then I started hosting larger events with, you know, 50 women in a hotel room saying let's have a whole day with other speakers coming and talking to women about finance and about mindset and about breathing and yoga and all kinds of things and of course I would be a keynote speaker myself there too so since it started I feel like it's been this evolving changing it hasn't stopped changing and I'm just riding this beautiful tide and I I know we're going to talk about Elizabeth more because she has made huge impacts on my business and things that even last year I was trying to map out and plan and say, Hey, this is what I want for my 2020 next evolution of your life sparkles. And I could never have predicted the changes that actually happened or came for a whole variety of reasons. And uh, yeah, one of those was, was uh, my connection and meeting Elizabeth was, which was not predicted. You can't, uh, you can't always predict everything, but yeah. So the existence of it, I would say is officially Two years. Wow. <laughs> Long answer, short answer, Marsha. You get them both. That, you know, and, and I and I want it all. And you know, I think that we talked a little bit about this, you and I and Elizabeth yesterday. Sometimes the universe just has a key, just has a direction. And and with mindfulness and with yoga and some of these practices breathing and these things that allow us to listen into our own mind. I, I I don't know about you, Chris, but there's a lot of chatter going on in my head. And um, mm-hmm. there are times when I just want to say, could you people just be quiet for a little bit and give me a bit mm-hmm. of a break? I'll be back to you in just a moment. Shut down. I, I Put yourself on mute, mind, and just bring those shoulders back down and just take a deep breath. It's going to be fine. Really, just trust me. It's going to be fine. But if everybody's trying to talk at once up there in that head of mine, um, nobody gets heard. It's just, it's just noise. Yeah. And and who wants to listen to that? Not me. Not unless I'm. In, not unless I have the loudest voice. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't matter. You know, I want to talk about something. I know we're going to talk about some dreams, but I do want to talk about something else that's really relevant and um, relatable, and I hope not more emotional than you want it to be because I will follow your lead on this, Chris. But um, we can't continue with this conversation without talking about an enormous life event that happened. And um, so I want to say to you to start with, what makes your life sparkle? And sometimes the sparkle isn't always a sparkle. So do you want to talk about that? I do, yes. And what you're alluding to, so we don't keep our listeners on the edge of their seats, is that my husband passed away this year. And we started 2020 with this incredible getting ready between the two of us. He is a gardener green thumb and had been growing tomatoes and herbs and was planning to do a nursery called Fuller Greens, which is so fabulous because our last name is Fuller. And he'd had the last year planning and 
organizing and getting a website and getting everything ready and seeds take time to grow. And this was 2020 was going to be the year where he launched his nursery and I got to take that back seat and take a breath and really develop and devote my year to myself and to your life sparkles. Uh, that was January. Come February, we got that my husband had already spread into other organs as well. So it was a huge shock and nothing you can do prepares you for it. Um, we had four months together until he passed away on July 16th, which was a whirlwind. And so that is something that has had a huge impact on my 2020. You know, when you ask me, Marsha, what makes your life sparkle? My answer is always that my life sparkles with love, with friends and with family who lift me up. It's always the people for me. It's always the people who will matter most. And I, you know, as I've said that I get that from my mom, but one of the biggest sparkles, one of the hugest sparkles in my life was my husband, Ben. He was my biggest cheerleader and my biggest supporter, a hugest heart. And, um, it has turned me upside down to have the 2020 that I now have, which was supposed to be this amazing, sparkling, super sparkly year, is now I'm navigating an entirely different course. And if you know me, one is always that I do believe, I just, I know it to be true is that joy and grief and happiness and sorrow, they're all woven together. I think the hardest thing for me with that this year is how deep, dark grief and the hurt is. You know, usually I feel like the roster is kind of steady and I have good days and bad days like everyone else. But right now they're huge drops and the hardness is really hard. And the moments of joy feel short and too small and too fleeting um, and so when I look for my sparkle this year, it's, it's a little tougher, but I also have faith and I have that love, all those people. Right. I, yeah. I, I do. And, and I understand. And, um, I think that, that when there is a loss and there is grief that to ignore it is probably not going to serve you well. And one thing that I heard from a mutual connection with Elizabeth, with Jenny Lee last week, is that we do need to be kind to ourselves because that will allow us to be kind to others. So we do have to love ourselves so that we can Mm -hmm. love others. And within our grief allow ourselves to be wrapped in somebody else's arms, whether it's physically, which for many of us it's not, whether it's just verbally, which sometimes is just all we need, to just hear somebody say, I understand. I I understand and I understand. And so as you sparkle away in your in your best ever you, know that there are a lot of people listening today that also understand. But you are remarkable, and that is what I find so inspiring about you. I don't know how you find your strength in your new reality. 
you had mentioned um, yoga and some of those practices. Is is that one of the places that how do you, how do you find your strength in in this new reality? So, Chris? yeah, I one of the things for me is writing, and I don't even know if I had told you this, Marcia, but I do. I wrote a blog during the from the beginning of the year till I'm still writing it. It just has a new chapter, shall we say. And it mm-hmm. actually that blog is at cancerwifeninja.com. And I know oh. you're going to put up all the links and I'll make sure to send that to you. But that blog I wrote about our experiences together on the medical journey that we went through together. And I, we chose to care for Ben at home. And so there's humor, there's things that happened that were, you know, delightful along the way and shenanigans and tomfoolery mm-hmm. and stuff that you giggle about and stuff that you can't believe happened and embarrassing stuff and the real stuff. Right. But writing about it uh, was something that was very healing for me. And uh, because I'm a sharer, if you sit beside me on the bus, I will find out your favorite color. I'll tell you that mine is blue. We'll, we'll know each other's (laughs) birthdays by the time we're done. All of that. Because I'm a sharer, then I shared this blog and people reached out to me during the writing of it at different times that I was, either speaking to them or making an impact for them. And that um, lifted me up. I always say that there's this like reverse engineered inspiration. People say to me, Oh, you're so inspiring. But when they write me or tell me that I've made a difference or I've touched them, they have no idea that lifts and inspires me. Like that is the beauty of that connection for me. Um, So that blog and writing and sharing brought me so much strength and, my community around me, from Ben's family to my family, to my larger community on my Your Life Sparkles network, there are women, there are people that I have not even met, but I recognize their name because they constantly comment or share something joyful or tell me that I'm in their thoughts, especially this year. And it really matters. It really means something. You know, you develop these relationships, like you were saying, across the continent, across countries, because you don't have the constraints of having to write a letter. You can just hop onto social media. So that community, both near and far, has helped me find strength. And then it's moment to moment, and mindset has been a huge thing for me. So for me, I do breathing techniques, and I do take myself for massage. And I, you know, Pilates is something that was really impactful in my life in the past, and I would like to make moves to get back into it because that connection with body and spirit really helps so many pieces of me. But of course this year with COVID and self-isolating, everything, everything there sort of shifted to for me. And so I'm working on now shifting back into that self-care because you can do so much on your own, but it's really nice to, like you were saying, if you have to go to yoga on Tuesdays, to have a commitment, to have something really sort of routine. And that's mm-hmm. something that I am looking forward to is getting myself back into some routines for continued strength. Yeah. I think that's terrific. And, you know, I I want to just go back to your, your, your uh, cancerwifeninja.com. There yeah. are a lot of people, and I, and I, we can talk about this off the air. There are a lot of yes. social media sites where where women are are supporting women now i understand yeah. that this could be conversa where men in fact men could probably really benefit by something like this cuz they're not as apt to speak about the loss 
of a wife the way women speak about the loss of a husband. I, I it's unfortunate yeah. men don't maybe find the voice that they that they might they might be feeling it, but they don't know how to get the voice out. So I think that that's really wonderful that you have been able to do that and that you were able to do that because I can imagine that that did give you an yeah. enormous amount of strength. But And speaking of strength, it's the perfect segue into Elizabeth. I don't even know how you guys became partners and how you together wrote this phenomenal Marcia, it's not book. partners. It's, it's not partners. It's secret best friends. Okay, I like that. Out, but <laughs> okay, so you're honestly. Well, I'm sorry I interrupted. I'm so ex- yes. I'm interrupting you now because I'm so excited. I'm not even letting you finish your question or your That's okay. your segue. So <laughs> forgive oh. me. Uh, oh. But yes, I will give you the nutshell of Elizabeth Hamilton Garino and myself. We met on a Facebook platform for entrepreneurial women. There was there's over three hundred thousand. The chances of the two of us meeting, connecting, and now collaborating and going forward with such a partnership is just, you know, that slim needle in a haystack sort of one in a million chance. And so I count my blessings in meeting her. So we met by, I wrote the question, who needs to learn Zoom? I need to learn how to Zoom. And I feel like I'm the last person on the planet to learn it. And she wrote in, I need to learn it too. Then she private messaged me in about 14 seconds, and she was like, how's now? Do you want to Zoom now, or is tomorrow better? And just attacked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is totally my style and my pace and my speed, and I want to – let's do it tomorrow. So we booked a Zoom right away. The first one we ever did, we were cameras off, sound off. I mean, you and I – you saw me have a technical difficulty yesterday. So my mm-hmm. Zoom operational capacity is still probably a 6 out of 10, but I'm getting okay. there. But this was my first. And so we, in the Zooms, we Zoomed probably every day for a week. Wow. And um, we saved those. And we, in that, just, we tried it with the two of us. We invited a friend. We invited 10 friends. We tried to grow our knowledge base with Zoom and finally got to, you know, experience it. But during that time, of course, when you're seeing someone face-to-face and you're talking and getting to know each other, we just connected and she lives in Maine on the far side of the States. And I live over on the West side of Canada. So different countries, different coasts and her network is called best ever you. And they are all about celebrating and finding and becoming your best and in multiple areas. So they, you know, in best ever you, you look at your values and your talents and your emotions and your sense of community in the world and your spirit. And there's, just so many beautiful buckets that we look at at best every you and our, everything Elizabeth talked about. I was like, Oh, oh yes. I, I like that too. I like that too. And, mm-hmm. and, and we were over talking each other and so excited. And, and in that time, you know, we met as you heard the date, January 12th in five weeks, we were planning and collaborating and talking about events and, talking about getting together and flying to meet in the middle. Was it going to be Minnesota or was it maybe going to be somewhere more warm, like going to California? We had all these plans. Then February 26th, I got my news. Then March 15th, travel shut down. And we were on a dime twisted into these new realities that we could neither of us have predicted. And yet we'd already planted the seeds for this incredible partnership and Elizabeth and I talked either via text or messenger or zoom I would say almost every day of 2020 and every day of Ben's illness and so what a light she was for me in that time 
And then the interesting thing for me, because she kept me going, we had talked about doing a writing project. I had said, you know, I love that you're an author. I've always wanted to be an author. I have all these stories written, but I could never sort of move the needle on getting anything published. And she said, oh, I have a connection. Why don't you email these guys, put my name in the header, say that I know that and say that you I referred you or whatever and they're they're kind of looking for new authors and so I emailed I got a phone call the next day from Waldorf Publishing and talked to actually the CEO of Waldorf Publishing for an hour uh just a nice friendly chit chat so that was Barbara Terry and she said send me what you've got I said it's not even finished or polished she said send me what you've got and within the course of 10 days she had read it liked it said yeah let's do it and I had a contract sign and my book with them is a young adult's fantasy it's a magical world with water sprites and it's just fun and delightful and it's scheduled to come out uh, November this year so I, I was just like I can't believe this is happening I started writing this book when I was 30 so 13 years ago and it finally got pushed over from meeting Elizabeth so that was amazing she's like I can't believe how fast you move and how excited you are about projects and she said here's the situation she said you think that I have lifted and helped push and helped expand and carry you. She said, but you have brought a renewed energy to me. She said, I've been doing best over you for 12 years, radio show, network, coaching, all of this stuff. And she said, and I was starting to feel maybe weary is the word. And she said, you have reignited my light for what I love to do, which is helping people and being part of it. But now I feel like I have a, a, a cheerleader and a partner. And so together, our relationship has been this, you know, very balanced, caring, loving, and then supporting each other, not just in the business ways, as you heard me talking, but in those personal ways, too. I mean, when her four sons were sent home from college because of the pandemic, that was a very scary time for her, too. And I was there for her. And it's so funny how in our own crisis, we still want to help others. You know, we still want to be the helper. Yeah. So I think I know that we were put into each other's lives for a reason. And that reason was to help each other keep the faith through this really crazy 2020. And so that's as probably a nutshell as I can do it. And since that time, she has invited me into the Best Ever You Network. I am the co-creative chair, which means I am a sounding board for all projects and everything she's working on. And now we're looking at more and more collaborative practices and work. One of the highlights of my 2020 as well has been that her and I published a journal together. And that's yes. uh, something that you are well aware of. It's the best ever you 52 week journal to your bravest, boldest self. It's available on amazon.com and it, got to number one in Amazon new releases in July. And I'm so proud and excited to say that I got my first copy delivered to my house on July 6th, 10 days before Ben passed away. He, he got to see my journal. That's that's really special. And thank you yeah. for being able to speak that out loud because it is sensational. And I'll say one other thing about this journal, because I just recognize, because as I'm looking at it as we're speaking, we need to also mention Sally Huss, who has also been on my show. Oh, my God. So Sally is the artist. She does all of the illustrations in this book. And I know you're an artist, and I know that that's probably inspiring to know Sally who could be your grandmother. 
Um, maybe. Honestly, you know, for mean, the listeners out there, uh, she's over 80. She's written over yeah. 100 children's books. She's just a little firecracker, and she's just incredible. And when we were looking at this book, and I said to Elizabeth, you know, I can do the illustrations. And she said, I think I have a better idea. Let's keep mm-hmm. the collaboration going, and let's bring in my friend Sally. And I said, oh, that is a beautiful idea. And I love the illustrations that she has done are just perfect. There's flowers and coffee cups and little art uh athletic depending on what our chapter in our journal is they are the perfect little drawings for it so having that collaboration with um, an additional woman of incredible talents was awesome as well women really know how to hold each other up that is absolutely the truth um, yeah. When you so you mentioned this book, so you have a book that's coming out out a young adult book that's coming out in just a couple of months. But what what what's the yes. name of it? It's called Terramara. So it's oh, T-E-R-R-A-M-A-R-A. And like I said, it's young adult. It's fantasy. It's a magical world with water sprites and humans and a magical river and and so yeah, that cool. is coming out and that is I. For me, it's just a dream come true. As much as everything else that has happened with the journal and the, we're going to talk about my other endeavor, which is a children's book, uh, Pinky Doodle, right. also with Elizabeth. But Terramara is just because it's been marinating in my life and in my mind mm-hmm. and half on pages for so long, it is really, truly just this like incredible um, accomplishment for me. So. Congrats. Yeah, I'm very excited for that to come out. Thank you. And you, I, I do have an author website. It's Chris Fuller Writes. But probably the best way to find me is if you go to yourlifesparkles.com. Right. You can find all of my links there because I, I find wearing so many hats. I end up having so many different websites and hubs and spots I to know. go to. And I try, I, I try to link them together so it's easy for people to navigate around. But, yeah, Terramara is my little baby. And I hope it's the first of five or six. I have more oh, story wonderful. plans for that. So I'm very excited about the adventures of Terramara to unfold. Uh, Terrific. And then the journal with Elizabeth. Yeah. And then the last thing, which is uh, also works and kind of going, is that Pinky Doodle. Um, yes. Yes. But I want to just be clear. So the Terramara book, that's coming out uh, in 2020 or 2021? I, so we're hoping that it will be 2020. I, my okay. contract said sometime before July 2021. Okay. But we were able to get the rounds of edits done faster than I thought. And so Lovely. the contract was initially July 2021. And so... Assuming that all things button up smoothly, it, I'm hopeful for a November 2020. But if right. it uh, if it changes, it might be a little push forward depending on you know it's my first time going through the process. So sure, um, you'll keep I have, me posted. I will keep you posted. That's okay. Best. I will do that. Okay, so let's. I one last question about that one that book though. Is it illustrated? Yeah. And so did you? No, do the it's art not. It's too? a novel, chap, little chapter book. And no, I. Uh, there is an artist within the publishing company who did the cover oh, art. And so it okay, has cover art, it. and that's it. And then it's oh, a novel. Okay. But, but with Pink Doodlebug and Friends, let's talk about that, because that just launched last week, didn't it? Yes, and so I am coming into this project sort of on the fly. So Pinky Doodlebug and Friends is Elizabeth's um, children's book that – 
just 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 got launched and it is so cute she's just a cute little bug and she likes to doodle and draw as per the name there and she had me take a look at it because I do as a writer I like editing and I like going over things and that one was um sort of done and buttoned up but I was like oh she's delightful she was talking and she said Elizabeth said you know I'm looking at doing maybe another book with Pinky Doodle would you like to help me with that and I jumped at the chance because I love absolutely love rhyming prose and rhythm and I love telling people did you know that rap stands for rhythm and poetry lots of people maybe didn't know that and I didn't know um, that (laughs) there's a fun fact for today for the listeners so when people are talking about rap there's rhythm and poetry embedded in that and I do love teaching and talking about writing and I do love using music as a tool for that but anyways I love rhyming and I love prose and so writing children's rhyming books which Pinky Doodle is rhyming just was like I was so excited so we are doing Pinky Doodle uh, Pinky Doodle Bug Forest Dance Party although maybe it's just dance party now it's still that book two is in the works but now I'm so excited about Pinky Doodle and Elizabeth is too. We're like, okay, now we're going to do Pinky Doodle, has Halloween, has Christmas, goes to the farm, oh, does all the things wow. that children's book series do. And again, the the illustrations are just delightful. And then it's really what I love about writing rhyme and collaborating with someone too is that, you know, when you're trying to do it on your own, you get stuck. But when you have a partner and you can Zoom and you can chat, you can be like, what about this? What about that? And bounce it back and forth. I think you get to a, a higher level of where it needs to be. And that is, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be in on book two and more projects with Chris and Elizabeth, right? Wow. I can see why there's a lot ruminating up there in your little noggin because, my goodness, you have a lot yeah. of projects in the work. And, and you look into the left and you look into the right and you're going, are you taking this one? Oh, wait, no, I'm sitting here with myself. What about you? Nope, nope, that's me too. <laughs> okay, maybe I should get yeah. the mirror out. Hello, people. Oh, wait, I'm the only one in the mirror. You know, this is really um, impressive. I'm not going to say inspiring. Yeah. I'm going to say this is impressive because words do matter to me. And they yes. matter to you. The, you're a writer. And to think that you are... You know, who would have ever guessed in meeting Chris how your life, the new word, trust me, the new word today, we're going to use it now because, what, we're 40, 42 minutes into the show, pivot. Your life took right. a pivot, right? And yes, you And absolutely. you pivoted into something else. And, and, mm-hmm. and actually it sounds truly like what you've done is you've expanded on what you already had within you by that collaboration yes. with, with which, was, which is how you described yourself with, with Chris at the very beginning of the show um, when you called her more of a best friend and, um, yes. as opposed to my partner. And um, yes. I, I just it's, – it's wonderful. And I don't remember when I talked with, um, with Elizabeth if she has sisters. Does she have any sisters? Oh yeah, she has a huge family. She has eight siblings, or is it nine or oh, ten? That's it's right. really like you know what? I said. I've got four, family. and she said, "Oh, I've got. I can be. I can do. I can do better than that." So, yep. So that's we laugh because right. I. Um, but she does have a very big family. Yeah, that's right. So, so guess what? But yeah, you're right. Pivot. Pivot is correct. And because I don't have sisters, I have a brother. I have a sister-in-law. So let yes. me just say, you guys, hello, left hand, right hand. You are my new sisters. Thanks for welcoming me into your family. 
All right. Good. Adopted. Marsha, it's official. I'm I'm there. It's just like what what were those what were those cabbage patch kids when you kids were young? Anyway, um That's right. Yeah, right. Came with adoption papers. So you That's you've right. done a Little lot of with adoption. <laughs> yep. God, that was that was a year or two ago. Um so have so your art, do you actually do a side gig also where you are actually as an artist selling work, selling your yes. your artwork? Yes, wow. and so I paint acrylic on canvas and some mixed media, and I have worked with fine art for the last 10 or 12 years, and I have had paintings um, in different shows, in local wineries, in coffee shops. Uh, mm. I would say, I want to say mostly local stuff, but that said, I do have my artist website up, and I've had paintings that I've shipped all over Canada. I've shipped to a few places in the United States, Colorado and uh, New Hampshire. I've had a painting go to Germany, Puerto Rico, and China as well. So, and that has been something for me that's always been a little bit back burner. It kind of ebbs and flows depending on how much free time I have when I feel that creative moment. And I mean, I am a member of the Okanagan Artist Society of Canada. And so we have an annual show and there's, things that go along with that membership and and uh I'm constantly learning and and I just really love that creative outlet though with painting. And before I ran Your Life Sparkles, I actually taught painting classes wow. in coffee shops and pubs and did some private lessons and stuff as well. And that was also tying it into Your Life Sparkles, one of those catalysts that I had so many people just connect with me at these painting classes that I didn't anticipate I didn't anticipate the power of creating together and inspiring and encouraging you know I had a woman come to a paint class once very quiet very just sat and did her thing and at the end she waited until most people had left and then she sought me out and she said you know I didn't think I could do it she said I didn't think that I had any talent I had no business being here she said I even lied to my husband about where I was going I told him (laughs) I was going for a coffee shop walk or something I didn't tell him she said and I thought to myself if if it's terrible I'll stop and put it in the garbage on the way home she's like that's what I thought and now I've painted with you and I'm going home with this field of flowers and I can't believe I've done this and I Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe this first of all this disclosure and this sharing and how beautiful it was and she was almost in tears about how she didn't think she could do it because somebody had told her she wasn't good at art in some grade school class and here's a woman in her 50s almost in tears thanking me for being kind and gentle and helping and guiding. And it was moments like that. that it wasn't just one like that, Marcia. There were t- people were hugging me at art classes and thanking me and, and not just for the art, but for that belief in themselves and that encouragement in that they are making something beautiful too. And everybody paints different because we are different, but it's all going to work out. And so that was such a, that reverse engineer inspiration again, where I'm like, you are making me want to continue to make a difference and keep doing what I'm doing. But the painting wasn't the thing that I wanted to keep doing. It was the inspiring and the connecting. And so um, I stopped teaching. And it's again, one of those things that timing could not, the universe was looking after me, Marsha in December, because in December, 2019, I said to Ben, actually it was maybe even in the fall. I said, I'm, I've been doing, teaching art for three years now and I'm getting really tired it's it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of physical hauling of paint and brushes and water and coffee shops and travel and lots was in the evening and I said I'm 
I'm getting a bit lost in all these classes, and I think I need to um, shut the business down and mm-hmm. totally commit to your life sparkles because that's the other thing. Last two, uh, just last year, I was still wearing the two hats there were teaching art classes was a viable income for me, and your life sparkles was this dream. And so the shift for 2020, but obviously closing the art business in 2019, I thank my lucky stars that I was able to be home with men and not have to worry about canceling and refunding and navigating a whole nother sort of pocket of trouble because I had made the decision to close the business. So I, the universe was definitely looking after me in that decision. I think. I, I, with each day I recognize what the universe is attempting to tell me. And some days yeah. my ears are closed, and some day my some days my ears are open. Some days it's not even my ears. Some days it's my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but you have to be willing to welcome it, as opposed to yeah. shut down. And when you are delivered something that is really life changing, there is that possibility that you shut down. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. There's no judgment. We learn that in yoga that you just don't judge and you yeah. don't you don't stay yeah. self-critical. But I know that on Mondays when I know I'm going to do a show with somebody that's got a story that I want to hear, yeah. I want to share, I'm going to just from a totally selfish place, internal place, it brings me yeah. such joy to be able to just be the server at this restaurant and put the platter out and say, here, have some, and and tell me what you like about it. And, I, I mean, I, I think that this is, I've been doing this a long time, and I could so easily not. And, yeah. but but this brings me joy, and, and you, you talked about that as well, and I think that that's really pivotal. And when mm-hmm. you do, you, so do you, do you consider yourself when you sort of put a hat on, do you have a hat that has a capital E on it for um, entrepreneur? I do. I do now. And it's taken me some time to get there because to me, that was a word that it felt big and exciting and important. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, no, I'm just doing this small thing over here. I'm just doing, like I didn't for a long time recognize or see that there was a gift or something special about me helping others or inspire, inspiring or bringing joy or whatever. I just thought, well, that's who I am. But in looking at, like you just mentioned, that feeling of self-worth and, and whatnot, that is some of the work that I had to do around myself. And so that's also, for me, part of why I know I'm inspiring is that I still have this very realness to me, this authenticity where I have you know, days with self-doubt and days where I'm like, who am I? What am I? Is, am I, am I good enough? Should I, is this really what I should be doing? And so when I look at that word entrepreneur, to me, that is a defining word that I, I embrace now. And I, and I can say it without wavering and saying, yes, I am an entrepreneur because I have done this. I have built this. I have made connections and made your life sparkles be something that matters not just to me, but to, to the people who follow and listen and are lifted up by it. And so in being an entrepreneur, I don't have a hat with a little or a capital E on it, but I may have to do that 
it is mm-hmm. about me embracing a piece of me that um, was difficult to do because I, it, it was a journey to get there. Even though I had been running businesses and starting different businesses in the last few years, it still took me some time. So I'm very proud to say, yes, I'm an entrepreneur and I have done things and created things, but not without help, right? That connection and that collaboration and that community mm-hmm. has all made it possible for me. Mm-hmm. But I bet so you I mean, there's been, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. I forget it now. I, I, I interrupted myself. <laughs> no, I, I think I helped you. Um, but, 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 but being an entrepreneur, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur. I'll have to give that some consideration when we get off the air. Um, yeah. But what what hurdles have you found yourself having to face wearing that that entrepreneur hat? Yeah. I, and that is a, is another roller coaster for me is the wanting the the freedom of being an entrepreneur and being able to choose what I get to do with my life. That's sort of the perk, but the the hurdles, you know, sometimes there is a loneliness to it. I mean, it's great when I can talk to you or talk to Elizabeth or other females in my circle, mm-hmm. but I am the one who decides on a daily basis what has to happen and making those decisions by myself. Is it going to be my energy into an event or a book or whatever it's going to be? Uh, there is an element of sometimes loneliness to that. And with that, comes that doubt where I'm like, am I putting my energy into the, to the right things and that mind chatter. And so I feel like those are the, all in one sort of bucket together. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized that helps me out of that is certainly my mindset work, but realizing and recognizing that there isn't a right path. There's multiple paths and whatever one I carve out is going to be just fine. It's going to be the right path because that's the one I took. Um, but it's hard to do that work sometimes, right? And so that is a hurdle for me as an entrepreneur. And then the other two are um, circled around probably my time and time right. management. And and then with that as well comes the financial piece. There are mm-hmm. some things that I, like if I make and put out a journal and I say, this journal is for sale, it's twenty four ninety nine US. That's a product that you have that is worth it. I feel really good about that, but I still have some work to do around my money mindset and feeling that I have that worth for me to also have some financial freedom from the work that I do because I really want to help everyone for free all the time. And so those are some of my personal hurdles is, you know, and I read and I, and I have coaches myself who guide me and help me and they say, you know, how come these are hurdles for you. And that is honestly some of the biggest work that I'm doing right now is because I really want to lift everyone up and help them, but I want to not charge them. <laughs> and that's you been uh, yeah. a double-edged sword. There are certain things I do that are community and giving, and then it's hard for me to find where the where the line is to say, okay, now this is where I want to be able to support myself doing this, you know, so that those are probably my my hurdles there. And you know, you, you said you you mentioned the term, you know, where's where's your line? Where's the line there? Is what you said. Yeah. And I would say um how I can relate and when I would use a different word applying that to me is where is my balance? Where is my yes. balance? I like that. 
where is where is my balance? How many Zoom calls do you really want to take in one day? Mm-hmm. You're looking at your yes. week, and you say, okay, I know I'm doing a Zoom yoga class every Tuesday at 1.30. Okay, fine. Well, yeah. Wait, you have a hair appointment on Tuesday. Shoot, what time is that? Oh, wait, you said you're going to take a Zoom call, but maybe you could fill it in between the hair appointment and the yoga class. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, have, do you have all your... St- you how many how far out are you booked on your show oh wait and then i said to myself oh wait oh wait oh wait are you kidding maybe you need to block in a some time that says unavailable on your mm-hmm. calendar and that means you are only available you now i sort of do that anyway i like that. i I love taking my camera for a walk, and I love the fact that I have a new Instagram page called Born to Squawk, which I is separated it. from Born to Talk, because that has changed a lot about some of my focus that brings me joy, when, which is what you spoke about a little earlier. There's still a lot of yeah. work that goes into it, because I don't have a Mac computer, so you can't post from your computer to Instagram. So I had I had to develop a process on how I get it from my iPad or my iPhone to Instagram. But yeah. I think we're all constantly learning, and I think that that's, that's really imp- important. I think when we stop wanting to learn that there's that shutdown mechanism that just you can't be your best ever you. And and we would agree that that's important. That's why we have this journal, which I absolutely love. But you, I don't want this all of a sudden this time to get away because, frankly, I could talk to you for another hour. But you, I know, me too. I because you're just you're so easy. And you know, my husband would have said those terms. It's just so easy. It's easy being with you. It's easy being with Elizabeth. It isn't work. It just feels like a sisterhood. You've recently launched something that I think is really cool. Do you want to tell everybody about the Buy Virtual Coffee? Yes, I do. So uh, on the Your Life Sparkles website, there is a link now, and it says buymeacoffee.com. And what that is is an opportunity for uh, listeners and supporters to support myself and Elizabeth, this is a joint effort, in stuff that we do in our networks. And, you know, sometimes people want to help or want to give or want to do something impactful, but they don't feel they have the means or the time or whatever. So the buy me a coffee, it's $5, and you can just go online and buy virtual coffee. And that money goes towards our work helping lift others up. And we do a lot of uh, fun things and a lot of we do a lot of giveaways and nominate a friend who could use some cheering up and some sparkle. I actually have a group on Facebook called the Sparkle Squad. And the whole goal of that is to continue to lift people up. And I do giveaways and sometimes things are donated to me, but sometimes it's things that we've created or that I've bought or made. And so buy me a coffee is an opportunity for people to virtual coffee or two or five or ten Marsha there's no limit um, mm-hmm. just to just to be a part of that sparkle squad and to help 
me do the work that I'm doing. So that link is on my website, yourlifesparkles.com, and uh, it helps Elizabeth and I with Best Ever You and Your Life Sparkles. And we would love you to buy us a virtual coffee in in the uh, beautiful fall as fall comes along, but it's just something that um, we sort of stumbled across in our collaboration that we had seen other folks using and thought this would be a really neat way for people to feel like they are part of the best ever you and the sparkle love yourself movement that we champion. And tell me once again, where does the money go? Does it go to, so it comes to Elizabeth and I directly and we use it for our um, giveaways and things that we're doing with our work. So yes, it comes to us directly. Yeah. So it, so it it gets designated because I kind of visited the site just very quickly and I wasn't certain. So the money does go to help support your cause specifically. That's right. Oh, that's terrific. So I could buy you guys a cup of coffee and that would be just great because I'm in favor of supporting you. And I'm telling you, uh, and I mentioned this when Elizabeth was on the show um, this, 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 you know, I loved her book Percolate too, and I'm not a reader and you guys, she knows I'm a sports person. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be putting on basketball right. and baseball, but, um, this, this journal is really designed to take you in a, in the step in the, in the way you want to go. And I've noticed that some days I, when I write, um, I write a lot and then maybe the next week it's, not very much at all, and that's okay. I'm not judging yeah. that either. But to go back and revisit it is pretty interesting, and uh, I I will make sure that I include that information um, on our my follow up um, blog about our show today. But Chris, perfect. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for opening up your heart to me. This always feels very personal. I know that people listen and yeah. I um and maybe this resonates with them. Maybe maybe it doesn't resonate directly with them, but maybe it resonates with somebody that they know. And that yeah. is the beauty. I I I just don't when people say, Why do you do this every week? And it's like because we need we need to know what's good. We need to know what is inclusive and to know that we don't have to be exclusive and maybe Mm -hmm. every one of my shows isn't going to touch every single person the same way that's okay i'm all right with that if i hang up the call and i feel like i've made a connection with this conversation with the community of people that listen to me it's a Mm -hmm. home run it's a grand slam it's it's yeah. making that bucket on the last moment. It means the world to me. So thank you so much, Chris, for for taking the time out in your busy schedule. And maybe you could take your – I love what somebody put on Instagram or Facebook or someplace that said, make your to-do list your ta-da list. You know, I love it. Yes. I love that. Yes. So I yes. look forward to being – on a private Zoom call with you someday in the future. I think that we will certainly stay connected and you are always welcome back to share more of your stories with my listeners because clearly this was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and I would just leave your listeners with this sage advice. Please be kind to yourself because you are doing your best. 
beautiful way to end it. Bye for now, everybody. Have a safe and great week. See you next week. <laughs>